Shouts this. I forget. It's in Burlington, Vermont. Um, I think it's called like the the farmhouse or something. Probably that's yeah. what a place. Yeah. <laughs> Every place in Vermont yeah. is called the farmhouse. <laughs> right. Like yeah. I bet a like, guy with a beard works there. Yeah. Twitch. Twitch. It's Monday, Jim Murray's here, and this is late, but Ply's got super pissed last week, and we'd be remiss if we didn't hit on that for a little bit. That that video of, that he posted on Twitter, it was Twitter, right? Yeah. He posted on Twitter, he is more passionate about Red Velvet Oreos than I've been passionate about anything in my entire life. But I identified with it. Like, I saw the pain in that. Like, I've... I've vented that way before about something. Usually it's like something really important bad happens to you. So I watched that and I'm like, I'm not I'm not going to judge this guy because like he's he's feeling pain right now. Like we've all felt pain. But then he's specifying that it's the same motherfucking uh icing they use in the black and white ones. If any if you guys haven't watched this then I mean, we should just run the audio. Yeah. Oreo, I'm so motherfucking disappointed in y'all this morning. I don't know what to motherfucking do. Yo, Oreo, the motherfucking cookie. Right, motherfucking him. Y'all knew from the motherfucking star, Oreo, that these motherfucking cookies ain't taste like no motherfucking red velvet cake. Y'all had to motherfucking know that. They don't even smell like motherfucking red velvet. They motherfucking red, but they goddamn so don't got no motherfucking velvet in them. No motherfucking well in this pipe, you gonna find some motherfucking velvet. Waited two motherfucking days to eat these motherfucking cookies. Two motherfucking whole days. Oh, the suit of fuck out y'all right now, motherfucking Oreo. No, motherfucking red velvet cake. Then the side, the, the shit on the bottom say cream cheese. Ain't no motherfucking cream cheese in here. The same motherfucking icing that's in the black and white ones. Sue y'all motherfucking ass get my motherfucking milk back. I swear to God, two whole motherfucking days for these motherfucking cookies. Motherfucking red. Y'all need to take the cake off the motherfucking and put medicine on there. Because that's exactly what they motherfucking taste like. So that's that. Uh, it, it put Plies back on my radar. It's uh, it, it makes me root for Plies now because that guy just fucking bled. He does that a lot. He, his Twitter presence is hilarious. He gets very upset and very passionate about things that most other people probably don't get passionate about. I like that then. It means that it means that he's not it's forcing it. It's just he's a fucking angry guy. Uh I was per I was waiting for like the wink of like, okay, I'm kinda kidding here, but clearly he is very serious about how he feels about these Oreos. <laughs> right. And he didn't he doesn't go into explaining what the two days means. He says like waited two motherfucking days for this. Two days. I imagine maybe it's like in uh, The Wire when Omar goes to get the honey nut and they don't have it. Yeah. Like he goes to his local store and he's like, "Y'all got the red velvet?" And they're like, "No, tomorrow." And he goes back the next day and they're like, "Sorry, just shipping her one more day." The local Target had them on hold for him. Right. And then he finally got them and he was like, "This shit doesn't taste anything like uh, red velvet." I actually I bought the red velvets that day. Uh, ate some. They're not very good. Have you, have you? So I was gonna say, have you got had some them? here too? Yeah. We uh, so because Jim's here and he's like the king of. What did I say to you yesterday? I said like uh, the Phantom Gourmet of Twitter. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're the Phantom Gourmet of Twitter. Where or uh, maybe I'm the actual Phantom, considering no one's actually seen the Phantom. Just the purple glove that makes that hand motion. The funny thing about the Phantom Gourmet is, for a while, it was like, "Ooh, who's the Phantom?" And people are like really excited. And right. now, if you were to come to me and be like, "Hey, I know who the Phantom is," I'd be like. I, just one second, I'm doing anything else right now. I <laughs> or you realize quickly that the Phantom Gourmet is like on the take, and then they they oh god yeah, <laughs> just about every restaurant that that is on there on a Sunday. You're like I've been there, and that place blows. Yeah, yeah. They're like, it's oh like well, the Phantom gives it five stars. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no, the Barking Crab is shit. Right, 
and they'll they'll show things. They'll be like, "How do these measure up?" And it's clear. <laughs> it's generally things you've had before. Like, uh, I'm sh- we're going to talk about ketchup today, but uh, there'll be like things that you know of ketchup. It'll be like, "All right, so Hunts." <laughs> Heinz, like Little Mama's wacky ketchup, and then like some like totally shit thing that you've like seen once before, and it's always on sale, and you're like, that's not very good, and they're like, and this one takes the cake. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, We've had all these things before. That's just red and vinegar. That's not, I know that's not good. So our previous food take episode was with Travis Yost, and he not is, true. We had a uh, well, our first one. Like, we had our one food take. Yes. One time we had Jeff on, and then we uh, got distracted because we just ordered Dunkin' hash browns, and that led to a very long food conversation. Yeah, but the first food take episode was with Travis Yost, who's probably the least qualified probably person dead right to talk now, about for all food. I know. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Uh, but your, your food takes aren't, like, ridiculous. You have strong ones, but they're not outrageous. Uh, I don't think so. I'm just, I'm extremely passionate about food. I'm a yeah. former fat kid, and I think anyone that is a fat kid or was a fat kid, you'll always be a fat kid. Like How be, fat? Oh, yeah. Um, enough that I was terrified any time that it was shirts and skins, and in my head at okay. gym, in like 6th and 7th grade, I'm like, please don't be skinny. Shirt please in the pool? Uh, shirt in the pool. Oh, yeah, no. shirt in the pool fat. <laughs> you oh, realize, no. you get to an age, you're like... You're better off being tits out than yeah. actually having. Oh yeah, sure. yeah. I was getting. You're I just not to ask anything. that. Like, do, do people are they aware that's like we we know that guy's fat? <laughs> yeah, no, like, that's hiding anything. You, you gotta own it. You gotta. Own I've it. been wondering if that that big man over there happens to be fat, <laughs> and he just won't take off his shirt. So and I for can't some tell. reason, it's always a white shirt. That oh, they right. wear in the pool, and it's like that's the worst color shirt that you want to wear in the pool right I, now. You know what though? I did that. I feel like maybe it was just my age, or it was my group of friends. We were so fucking lazy, and we didn't think um, about this sort of thing but when i was in middle school i was like a small little boy and i i think i wore like large and extra large t-shirts just because i liked to i would just like fucking buy big clothes and i think that i would rock like a shirt in the pool despite being a like a little bitch yeah 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 i it's it's still a traumatic sound that <laughs> of like you pull that shirt away and so i ended up losing a lot of weight junior year into high uh, into senior year and I'm still, I still try to maintain. I work out like a psycho, a psycho. I'll always be paranoid about it. And for years, I lived by the mantra of Kate Moss, which is nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. Yeah. And people, that is ultimately not true because I love food. And again, if anyone follows me on Kate Twitter, Kate Moss never had chicken and waffles. It's true. Yeah. And, and food is, it's really one of the things that truly makes me happy. And I'm passionate about it, obviously, for anyone that follows me on Twitter. So, uh, yeah, as yeah. I've gotten older, I've realized, like, fuck it. I'm going to eat what I want as long as I can maintain and still work out. I can not look like a complete slob and still have chicken and waffles. I think the way that, I mean, the way I do it is I, I have to diet from time to time because I know that I'm never going to be able to do the, like, oh, well, I have my cheat day this week. And this is, and, like, sometimes I eat salad, sometimes I don't. It's like, yes. Sometimes of the year I eat salad, and sometimes I like I'll have like a three week stretch where it's like, all right, can't eat too much more bad shit because you're gonna fucking die soon. And then once that's done, it's just like ice cream and fucking whatever the fuck I can get in my face. Yeah, I also think, and not to go like dark, but I think there's also this bad stigma for dudes with 
like how they feel about eating disorders and, and I don't think I have an eating disorder per se but like I've definitely had stretches where I, again I lived by a supermodel's mantra right. of it nothing tastes as good as skinny feels like I would barely have like a thousand calories in a day because I wanted to fit into expensive jeans that I bought that you know oh that god week, yeah you know? yeah I've bought uh but that's what you gotta do when you're trying to like be out on those streets and get laid you know yeah, like I, there's always those stretches where like okay you gotta try to look as best as you can I, now I'm like fuck it whatever yeah I've probably I don't know how many t-shirts I own but uh I would say, and I'm always between a medium and a large, the vast majority of my t-shirts, like every time I buy a shirt, I get a medium. Even if I'm in, like, I'm, if I'm having a large day, I'm like, oh, well, I'm, I'll just get medium and then that will have to fit. And I've, a you lot work of your guys. Tor- you work your way towards the medium, even if you can't fit in. Cool. A lot of times yeah. I don't. I just, yeah. like, <laughs> I'm like, buy that, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I yeah. just, like, have a lot of shirts and I'm like, Man, that's a cool shirt. I'd love to wear it sometime. <laughs> yeah. And I, I've a lot of guys. I, I know that that's more associated with girls. Like you said, like the the whole eating disorder, body image thing is way more projected on girls because I mean they fucking tear each other down over it. Oh, guys, yeah. fortunately, aren't as bad <laughs> to each other about it. But that definitely fucking exists with guys. Oh, 100 percent. And there's a um, a, uh, a a writer, Luke O'Neill, who does like freelance stuff. He's from around here. Yeah. Uh, who write, just did this piece on Esquire about what he's ultimately figured out is like this eating disorder he's dealt with or this paranoia he's dealt with for most of his life where like he'll treat himself to like a massive thing of nachos and drink one night but then he'll work out like a psycho the next day and he's had this cycle for most of his life but the epiphany is it's like okay this is probably more of a problem than it is oh something yeah. normal and i've definitely been like that yeah so while i say I, oh, I don't have an eating disorder but i know i would like okay i'm gonna go get after it tonight drink a million drinks have a big meal, but then like I'm gonna basically torture myself at the gym for the following four or five days. I feel like yeah. that's kind of normal for guys, at least. I mean, like, Now, nowadays, way, I feel like way. it is. Like I most guys. Like, well, you have to be obsessive friends. about whatever you're doing. Like I don't get, and I know fucking people who are just like they're just fucking typical white guys who are like, oh well, like whatever. I'll have like a beer with dinner, and I'll just like have a beer when I want, and I'll have a burger when I want, and I'll have all these. And it's like you motherfucker, you have to fucking plan that down to like the fucking. Like, you can't just do things casually because then it gets out of control. At least for me, yeah. if I'm just oh, like, oh yeah, no, same for me. Yeah, so I'm I'm the same way. And like I, like I, there was a, I, I still go to spin class. Love you, handlebar, mean it. Uh, there was a portion of this podcast where I was going to fucking spin class twice a day just because I was like, it's just like so yeah. in my fucking head about it. It's a, it's fucking real, man. I actually had this conversation last night. But is there a certain time of year where where it's like worse for you than other? points of the year generally this time of year i'm just drinking a lot of water and not eating a lot of bad shit but for some reason this year i've just been been hitting it hard so i i i had the conversation i i'm worse in the summertime than i am in the wintertime which is it's opposite Mm. for a lot of people just because like they don't they just stay in and like football season they drink a shitload eat chicken wings and stuff like that but for me, like, I try to stay in shape for the summer. So when the cu- summer comes, I'm like, oh, well, here it is. This yeah. is what I fucking try right. to stay in shape Cutting all year season. for. Yeah. So now I'm going to drink, like, all weekend long, and I'm going to eat whatever I want because I, I worked all year for this. It's a good feeling knowing um, that, and I, I think this way way too often, I can't gain that much weight in this small uh, period of time. So, like, going into a summer or whatever. That's kind of like, what it is, Like, too. last summer, I just went wild because I was like, realistically, what's the fucking worst that can right. happen? And I was, like, drinking every day, just fucking eating everything. And I'm sure I gained a decent amount of weight. But I'm like, I'm not going to go from kind of, like, maybe doughy to fat by the end of the summer. I'll be fucking fine. And I just, like, I started the summer probably looking not great. Ended it looking 
definitely not great. That's not a huge difference there. Like, it's not going to affect your life. Also, side note, these uh, red velvet Oreos yeah. kind of taste like red velvet, and they're not that bad. Uh, so I didn't love them. Um, I don't love them, but they're not They just kind of taste bad. like regular Oreos to me. It's, it's more the look that throws you off, right? Like, that's not... I can taste Is this the like the authentic color of red velvet? If it is, even if it is, and it might be, they needed to make it redder and lighten Isn't it red up. velvet just like a fake thing where it's just... Like a yeah. normal thing, but it's food colored coloring. red. Yeah, I, thought, I always thought it was food coloring more than anything else. It's still going to taste like a cupcake. They yeah. all taste the same. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I've never been overly impressed with red velvet stuff. I think it's a super overrated it's flavor. Bad. Yeah, no, no, that's been big for a while. Yeah, but it's a. I mean, how long since? Like, I feel like Sex in the City. Like, weren't? Oh, really? Yeah, weren't certain it's episodes like basically you know that magnolia. Well, like our lifetimes. I mean, I thought you meant like in like the last like two three years or whatever. No, like, I think Red Velvet's been a thing since like the mid aughts. Yeah, yeah, I. Uh, I, I had those, yeah, I'm like my girlfriend at the time watched that stupid show, and I would be you know not they, that not not a terrible show. I would watch it okay. sometimes. Some yeah, of it's, it's like, all right. It's like but, C plus. But there was yeah, red velvet. You're like oh, you have to get the red velvet cupcakes at Magnolia Bakery. You're like all right, sure. But I think it's been a thing for about ten years. Oh, I hate when people say like you have to get this type of thing when. Like so, if, if you're like, oh, you have to get the red velvet kind. I'm like, I guarantee you, the chocolate kind has chocolate in it, though, and that red velvet thing doesn't. So I'm probably gonna go with the thing that has the thing that's better. <laughs> <laughs> well, the crunt. So you just reminded me. Do you remember the cronut craze of a few years ago? Oh yeah. So when those first came out, I was living close to New York. That's just a fancy way to say I was living in Connecticut and couldn't afford to live in New York. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, the cronuts. You would go same thing. There was that Magnolia Bakery or wherever that place was, the Dominique Ansel Bakery that had them. That people would line up for hours to get these cronuts and that's like the original cronut yeah and there's a um there's the supermarket in connecticut called uh stew leonard's which is like it's amazing it's the, the largest dairy uh store in, in america or something like that like they have they make their own ice cream milk so on and so forth they have in-store bakeries and their cronuts were as good as the regular the, like the cronuts you had to wait hours for because i ended up trying one of those Weeks after the, you know, the craze, right. I was like, okay, this just tastes like a Stu Leonard one. Like, it's always, every, shit like that's always overhyped. Yeah, like, I the, mean. you gotta try the fill in the yeah, blank. I feel bad Find the for, knockoff one. It's usually just as good. I feel bad for Krispy Kreme Donuts because they definitely fell victim of that. Like, there was, it was only in certain places, and I think it was in the South you could find it more easily. Like, I remember I was on a road trip with my family, and in Florida they had Krispy Kreme, and this was when everyone was saying, they're like, oh, man, if you ever get the opportunity to have Krispy Kreme donuts, you got to do it. We got them, and we were like, oh, these are great. Like, they're, they remain donuts, you know. Like, yeah. we, we've all had donuts before. And then it started to spread, and they started opening up shops in Massachusetts and everything, and I fucking saw it coming. I was like, everyone's going to fucking hate these things. They're going to be like, that's what this fucking was? Because realistically, how good can a glazed donut that's le- right. that's street legal be, you know? <laughs> like, it's one thing if, like, they're, like, really doing shit to it. And th- this was like also when they were... high is the ceiling on a, on a glazed right. donut? Especially in a day and age where it was probably just before, but it was when, like... People started to find out what trans fats were, right. and it's like you, there's there's kind of a bar of how unhealthy you can make something. So it, they those shops all opened up, and they were probably closed within like two years. Oh, it happened fast. Yeah, and I always I'm convinced that's you know that was part and parcel of our because of our miserable provincialism. Because like how dare anyone try to come in and take fucking what Dunkin' Donuts has built here after all these fucking years? Oh. And their coffee sucked too. So that's also also what killed them. Because oh, okay. those donuts are awesome, especially when the, the light goes on. You yeah, get them yeah. Hot. Oh, they're so good. All right. Uh, here's one thing that I wanted to do. Um, Ty Anderson. Do you know Ty Anderson? Yeah, yeah. He has, 
like recently entered into the food space on Twitter and literally has the worst opinions, in my opinion. Uh, he yeah, has he the hates worst donuts. Takes. Yeah, so that's what I was going to. I'm going to. Throughout the course of the show, I'm going to read like his food takes word for word, and I okay. want your take on them. Okay. So the first one, now that we're on donuts, uh, please take National Donut Day to realize that donuts are still just plain awful, and you should not eat them. Get yourself a nice bagel. So it's if he just kept it strictly to donuts, I think he couldn't be more wrong. And donuts are wonderful, and even the most basic donuts. And I've gotten shit on uh, for this on Twitter before because I said one of my favorite donuts is just the generic oh, cake donut, plain yeah. donut, the plain yeah. donut. It's good for dunking into coffee. I it like, is, yeah. But like, if you're gonna get a donut, you a plain donut is like Mm-mm. no, a plain donut is where it's oh, at. No, yeah, like, I'm with man. you. I'm getting a I'm getting a plain donut, or I'm getting. Uh, I like donuts that have chocolate like four times in the name, where you know it's it's like it's like a chocolate base with like with a chocolate glaze on it, like topped with some chocolate icing or something. Generally, I don't like when there's chocolate overkill, but for some reason with donuts, that's so fucking good. So I'll do that, or or if there's like a really specific specialty thing, but I would take like of the. Of the common flavors, I would, yeah, I would go like a plain, plain cake oh, donut man. over anything. Like, plain if you, doesn't enter in the conversation for me. Not, I, I, I do you know the difference, though? Like, not, not like the rise ones. So, there's two different types of plain donuts. There's like the kind that's, it falls apart easier. It's uh, flaky. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and then there's the, and then there's like the rise kind that's, that's a little lighter, you know? Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about, but I so I think even, so, even, so. Like a glazed or, donut I, is a is like I think I keep using the word rise. I think it's right. It's like a rise donut with icing on it. Okay. But a regular plain donut is like fucking. It, there's something. There's, to there's it. a density to it. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's cakey. That's what I like. And then jelly sticks. So yeah, I think his take is 100 percent wrong. I get it. People don't like donuts, but what fucking nut doesn't like donuts? They're so good. And there's so much variety that like there, you gotta like some sort of donut. Cinnamon. I also like lemon. Like with the mm. like. The, the lemon goo in the middle. Oh, my yeah. God. But where he ends up where I, I don't even know if I responded to this one because I was like, well, if given the option, I'm definitely going to go for a bagel over a donut. Really? As much as I'm passionate about donuts, I'm I'm savory over sweet every single time. I don't have that much mm-hmm. of a sweet tooth. So donuts, if they're fresh, like a, a apple cinnamon donut from like a farm. There's this place in Moulton Bar, New Hampshire. Oh, my God. They're fucking amazing. Like they're crispy on the outside hot. Like those show up in my buddy's house. When I'm up at Lake Winnipesaukee. Like I'm going to have two. Yeah. I feel bad about it, but I don't care. Yeah. But if given the option to have a bagel instead, with oh, like... I've had two and a half bagels today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's your spread of like, the you... exact same? I've had the exact two and a half of the same flavor of bagel, which was a uh, the shit. It's uh, I think it's rosemary and thyme, okay. or rosemary and olive oil. This is a from, Brugger's operation. From Brugger's, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, that's a fucking. Gr- that's a great flavor for anything. I don't know if you ever have like the fucking Triscuit. That oh, they're that amazing! They're those so- are fucking good. Those are really good. So yeah, I had two of those. Made breakfast, or I, I made two breakfast sandwiches with those. Spaced like twenty minutes apart. So <laughs> <laughs> took a little break, and Didn't then get too crazy. Yeah, and then like I was mulling around, and I saw there's still like the bag of bagels there, and I was like, oh, let me just make sure that this. <laughs> yeah, I'll just let me just rip off a half of that, and I just put a little butter on it. Okay, yeah. I'm a, so be, Pete revealed this before. Pete uh, has some. You're kind of judgmental towards the butter on bagel people. I don't think it's like the it's like a, the end all be all. Yeah, that's kind of. I think it was Ty who, who said oh. like you can only put butter on a bagel. Oh, what the fuck is he talking about? Yeah, go away, Ty. I, lo- I love Ty. <laughs> that's 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 my guy, only but... butter. Like that's the last option for a bagel for me. You think butter. so? Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of there too. Like, I think that butter is great. I I don't blame you guys for arriving at this conclusion, but 
it's I don't know. It's one of those things. Like like we, we got in the argument with uh, uh with Feidelberg over Brady's looks. I'm like I get where you're yeah. coming from, but you need to know that you're wrong. I know where I'm coming from, and I know that butter is probably okay. like down on. So the I list. just okay. Yeah. I just pulled it up. Uh, so this is probably his worst take. Uh, all breakfast food, with the exception of bagels with butter and cereal, are complete and utter disasters. Gross. So anything other than bagels with butter. If you eat and fucking cereal, cereal, then congratulations on the fucking willpower because some of us can't have cereal in the fucking house. I'm one of those people because right? I'll eat the whole box. You eat the whole fucking box. Yeah. One time recently, I. I I brought this up on here, I think. I did, uh, I was just really fucking partying hard food-wise, and I did uh, a pint of Ben and Jerry's, ate it down a bit, and then filled the rest oh. with Cinnamon Toast Crunch. <laughs> wow. That's, it was, that's fucking, a move. It, was, a it move. was a move. And like I remember I, I thought, like, I, yeah, it was like kind of like a, ooh, look at me sort of thing. <laughs> so the next day, I was, I, as I was doing it, I was like home by myself, just fucking sitting there, like hating my life, eating this. And I was like, I kind of want to brag about this right now, but that also kind of sounds like a cry for help, you know? (laughs) So I was like, I'm going to wait till tomorrow. I'm going to sleep on it, pray on it, and then see how to approach this the next day. And I was just at work thinking about it. I was like, no, that was like a good... Because, I mean, for all these people, no, I didn't eat all of it. Right. Um, Right. I I just like tried it and then like threw it away (laughs) or something and gave it to a homeless person. But um, yeah, so I, I put that out there. And uh, Randy, our guy, Randy Havens, uh, was very on board. Uh, I think everyone was actually, they were like, this sounds like a really good idea. And then that led to a conversation about um, what's, what are like some one-off recipes that you can do, which are not necessarily recipes where you're baking or cooking anything, but it's just, what can you just add put to this what? in this. Yeah. Right. Like, I think one time you said that, like, sometimes you'll throw steak and ramen or something like Ooh. that. Is that what you said? We had a ramen conversation. Yeah, yeah. it was something, but it, it wasn't steak and ramen. I don't yeah. think I'd ever do that. Yeah, peanut butter to a, B, to a BLT is. Oh, really? Yeah. Is so that my dad's like a terrible cook, but that was his one sandwich growing up. Otherwise, my mom did all the cooking. Yeah. But if she was working, my dad would make BLTs along with the mayonnaise in the sandwich, but also add a layer of peanut butter. It's mm. fucking unbelievable. Huh? I used to do um, in college when there was a lot of macaroni and cheese in the mix, um, or craft macaroni and cheese, I should say. Toss in a little squirt of uh, barbecue sauce, Ooh. a little bit of ham, and you're kind of in business. That's sort of like a it's a thing now. Well, this is like an actual thing now, but like I was way on on the train before uh, macaroni and cheese on top of burgers. Oh, oh really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like I feel like I invented that. I'm gonna really? take credit for it. Yeah, I was doing that years ago, and people were like, "Why the fuck would you do that?" Because it's a cheeseburger with mac and cheese on it, right? There are so many things that people think they invented that they didn't invent. <laughs> no. uh, right. Every right. How person, many stoners, how many stoners out there? Like I put mac and cheese and chips on a hot dog before, man. Like, what <laughs> right. the fuck? Like, well, the one I always go back to is every person from Boston thinks they made up the term pink hat, and I'm like, why do you want credit for right. that? Yeah. <laughs> like, you're such a douche. <laughs> um, yeah, there was that, and I remember in uh, one of the Madden games, you know, if you picked it, it would say user pick. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. Uh, if you were sitting around with the boys uh, playing Madden, when that happened, someone would inevitably go, pick, pick, use a pick. And then somebody else would say, oh, my buddy made that up. And then it would always be a fucking argument about who made this who fucking made stupid thing up. Uh, real I quick. Like, I'm sorry, but back to Ty's tweet. Yeah, There's, that's what uh, I was getting back to. Okay. I was going to say, does I like cereal as much as anybody, but for me, it doesn't enter top 10 breakfast foods. Well, cereal, it's so, it's, like I said, I could eat it all day, but it's... It doesn't do anything. For for as much shit as I eat, 
I also I need like some protein. I need some good things going on. And other than like the teeny bit of milk that's in there that's about to get fucking doused in cinnamon sugar, there's you're not putting anything in your body. Are you guys? Do you guys typically go to breakfast or make breakfast every single day, or only if if you've like had Weekends. a massive hangover and it's the weekend? It's a weekend thing. Same you know, for me. Oh, really? I I have to have breakfast every day. I, I can't skip breakfast. That's so you like probably the, lead a you, you likely just looking at you, you lead a healthier life because you're supposed to have it. I don't. I can't. Like I'm up. I got shit going on. I want to usually typically like do cardio in the morning, so I'll just have coffee. Like I can't yeah. eat and can't work out with a full stomach, so I just usually skip breakfast unless it's the weekend. I went this morning. It's typically. I go with my girl on Sundays. We're hungover as shit. Yeah. We have our place, and I want all the savory stuff, like burnt hash, uh, burnt corned beef hash. Oh, yeah. Uh, toast, a couple of eggs sunny side up, maybe some hash browns. Like, that's amazing. We're kind of in the same boat where it's like breakfast is an event. Right. That's, oh, totally. Yeah. And yeah, it's it is like, an event. You, you do, I like that you cover your bases. I hate when people go to breakfast, and we've discussed this, where people are like, oh, I think I can get waffles. It's like again, like the cereal thing. You're not doing anything for yourself. Like you're not, you're not satisfying anything. You right. know? Um, yeah, I'm the same way. Uh, I, sunny side up or, or over easy, and then yeah, bacon, sausage, the the whole fucking nine. But uh, we both actually have a rule. I uh, I almost used it yesterday, but I ran out of time. If chicken and waffles are ever on the table, you have to take them. I would agree with if that. If it's ever in play. I did it at Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It was, uh, no, Chili's. Chili's. They so they have them They now? recently added chicken and waffles to the menu. And I was like, I'm at Chili's. Do I really want chicken and waffles? And I was like, yeah. We've eaten Devour chicken and waffles. Right. Once and you've done that, you can fucking do it. Yeah, right. <laughs> chicken and waffles is never going to taste bad. Uh, so there's, and you, I mean, that's universally loved. Like, I don't know of one person that doesn't like chicken and waffles. But I mean, for some reason, like, it's universally loved, but it's not everywhere. Yeah. Well, it's it's typically a southern or well, I mean, look, I mean, I think it's it was you know urban areas is where it was yeah, first yeah. you know that that's where you would see those type of restaurants like out in L.A. It's Roscoe's Chicken right, and Waffles yeah, where yeah. you know they have the photos and paintings of Tupac and everything else. And if you've never been, like that place is a mecca. You go there when anytime you go in L.A. and it's like okay, this is the place to go to. And around here, like I don't know, there's a couple of places in Dorchester. Monday nights at. Um, at uh oh, what is it? Uh, the Highland Kitchen in Somerville. Yeah, they do it there, and it's usually like a line around the block to get in there because they their chicken and waffles are incredible. I've actually not. I so I used to live right by there, and I would go to like um, I would go to they would have like spelling bees and shit like that. Yeah. there. so I'd go for that. Yeah, I never did chicken and waffles. I kind of like it that it's like it's hard to not hard to get, but it's not overexposed. Yeah, because like you said, and whenever it's on the menu, you have to get it. It's so when you see it on a menu, you're like, fuck yeah, they yeah. have chicken and waffles. So I kind of like that it's not overexposed. And it's a fun little thing. It's I'm trying to think of what to compare it to. Like, There's always some sort of small variety to it, whether it's they have uh, a certain type of barbecue sauce they yes. might mix in, or if they have a certain type of syrup. Uh, Even the different shit that they'll do with the waffles sometimes. Yeah, like. yeah. The uh, There's... Um, Fuck, there's a... Have you ever been to Sweet... Is it... Uh, what is it? Is it Sweet Cheeks? Uh, yeah, the barbecue place. The, yeah. the Tiffany Faison place. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Uh, they have... And I, they don't... I didn't. I don't think I got chicken waffles with this, but they they have some sort of type of butter that they make that's got some shit in it that's yeah. like, holy fuck. Like, how, <laughs> how did you make butter worse for you and... Um, this more delicious. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, how do you guys feel about... So there's... Um, you got me thinking of other regional breakfast things. Are you guys in on, uh, you know, like the sausage gravy with biscuits? You ever have that? I did that in Nolens one time. Yeah. And it was terrific. Yeah. That's yeah. another one, too. I don't I know s- if I've ever done it, but it sounds like I would do it. 
That's a, so that's one of those things to me, like fried chicken and waffles. If I see on a that that will Gotta beat everything it. else. Like if I see that on a menu, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna if, yeah. I'm gonna if I'm gonna pig out on breakfast, I'm getting that. Yeah. Not to go back to cereal, but if would you ever or have you ever ordered cereal at a restaurant? Never, never in my life. Oh no, no. That's I've I've ordered oatmeal at a restaurant, but that's again but that's, that's like mean, a like, like hey look who's getting oatmeal. <laughs> um, well, I'm, it's a pain I'm in not the ass in to make oatmeal typically. by the way. Like I just don't get it. Oh well, so I that's like the thing. Oatmeal. It's really? not so it's it's not it. good enough to have to create the problem that cereal does because as soon as you finish cereal, you're like, well, I need the rest of that cereal <laughs> right fucking now. No one talked to me, but oatmeal, you're like, okay, that was. That was good. Yeah. And you're then, filling up, and I just feel like you make that decision. It's like, okay, I'm going to decide not to eat terrible today. <laughs> right. And, yeah, and also, oatmeal is definitely not good enough to fucking ruin your day over. Like, right. I, I, I don't want to feel bad about getting a burger at lunch because it's like, oh, I had four packets of oatmeal <laughs> this morning. Shouldn't have done that. Like, no shit. You should have just fucking had one and stuck it out. Uh, how do you like your burger cooked? Um, it, well, medium rare, but it also depends where I'm going. Um, okay. And you know the whole thing, like, if you go to any chain, like, even if you ask for medium rare, you're not getting it medium rare because yes. like, by, like, their law, yeah. they can't, yeah, yeah. so. And um, the, their law is they don't know how to cook a burger rare. Right, <laughs> I mean, yeah, because you're, like, what dude gives a fuck that's working a, yeah, working totally. a line back there? I've been that guy, not giving a fuck, working a line yeah. at, like, a Chili's. Um, they but have yeah, lives in their hands. If you, if you go to a reputable place, always medium rare. I like yeah. places that don't give you the option. It might Ooh. be a controversial take, but like I like places that are like I don't give a fuck how you want your burger cooked. We cook them this way. Oh, I respect that. Yeah, with any like with even with like tuna tartare or anything like that. Like, yeah, any uh, not because tuna tartare is rare, but like I was gonna say se- tartare like shit, like a also. seared a seared tuna or something like that. Like they don't give you the option. Like this is how the chef makes it. Go fuck yourself. I like. Uh, I respect that. Have you seen Hell or High Water? Uh, yeah, where they go to that restaurant and the lady. Yes, the lady's yeah. like. So you want the steak or you want. Like, or you not want the steak or something like that. And she's like, oh, we only do steak. Oh, right. Like, this yeah. place has been open for 15 years. We only do T-bone steak. Right. And they're like, what do you want to drink? And they're like, uh, and he's like we only do iced tea. Yeah. <laughs> T-bone steak and iced tea. That's I'm all glad you get. that you started that with, uh, have you seen Hell or High Water? Because that's one of those scenes. I remember that scene, but I would not have been able to fucking place it in a million years. And that would be one of those things where I would hear a line similar to that. And I'd be like, what movie is that from? And then it would fucking throw right. off my entire fucking year on steak uh travis yo says we brought up before he said the only way to cook steak is well done fuck that's off so right yeah <laughs> but again that that's why like, multiple people have that take like bless you travis but you're all of his takes are just they're unbelievable they're like you this <laughs> yeah, fucking guy does not, not believe what he's that's saying. not unbelievable though because there are people that say like what well, but i know i know people who do well that. done i know people who do that and i've seen people order steak well done and i'm like this poor fucking guy doesn't realize he's an idiot. It's not that like that's his preference. It's like he's heard well done before, and that, that sounds like a cool thing to say. So he says that. Literally any other thing they do, this steak would be better than what you just said. So I've always been medium to medium. Like if you go to a fancy steakhouse, like bone and ribeye, medium rare, yeah. or yeah. like walk it through a warm room, I want it bleeding. Yeah. And <laughs> walk I'm, it through a warm room. I've heard that before. I'm very adamant about that. And so I got talking about this when I did sports radio in Atlanta and like no one gives a shit about sports there so I was on late night and we started talking about temperature steaks and my producer black dude at the time uh, he was vehement about, about like no dude like you order steaks well done like that's how you, and I was like no this, you're a crazy person so I went on my whole rant about like why you get it you want to taste the blood you want to you know yeah you actually did get to taste like the grass and everything that that, that cow would right. eat and otherwise you burn the shit out of taste, it you don't taste right. anything experiences like, a fucking like it's feelings. Of charcoal yeah. and this is where it's going to turn sad so 
<laughs> again, I'm in Atlanta, and you know I'm the minority in that city, and and so I start getting calls from all these dudes, like these older black dudes, who start to tell me like, well, you know the reason like we don't trust meat, like you know like we grew up in houses of you know that our forefathers or whatever were were slaves, and we were given you know, the worst cut of meat, or they were given the worst cut of meat, so they would have to burn the shit out of it. Oh. And that's the only way that they knew how to cook meat. And so that kind of passed down through generations. So it's almost like through this horrible reason so, right. as to why they, they end up eating, a lot of these families end up eating uh, meat that's had the shit cooked out of it yeah. because they don't trust the cut that it's not full of, full of worms. So here I was, like, acting all like, this is how you're supposed <laughs> you to fucking cook idiots, a, a yeah. proper steak, you fucking idiots. And I, at the end of the night, I was like, well, this has been a learning experience. <laughs> and I'm, and, I, and I'm, I'm glad I'm glad I've, I've, I'm glad I'm, I'm now woke. When you, it comes right, to, like, you didn't play it. It's <laughs> yeah. like when they end the news tele- telecast with, like, no music. Yeah, or right. Yeah. Was, <laughs> right. I the take silent my, clock on 24. Take my glasses off slowly, like, uh, what's, what's his name? When Kennedy's killed. God, that's a terrible reference. Uh, <laughs> either way, uh, it's, it depends on who I'll get in that argument with now ever since that so if it's like i would never get get in the steak how to cook a steak argument with like an old black dude because i i feel like well <laughs> you just don't trust the meat so yeah well trump is a well done steak guy well done steak with ketchup oh, oh is, god like ketchup and a steak too like, i don't you- get that so you know what sometimes sometimes i'll mix in ketchup a little bit if it's bad if it's like like if it's well, a steak, I mean, and he's eating well done steak. So right, yeah, so you might as well. Uh, do you um, like? Do you put ketchup on a steak and cheese? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. I like a steak and cheese. Uh, the bun not, the bun not toasted. Uh, steak and cheese, mayo and pickle. Ooh, uh, I want uh, and onions, cooked onions, and then yeah. I'll like squirt ketchup per bite. Yeah, I'll, I don't. I, I'm not a. I'm not even with fries. I'm not like a squirt on. Oh, and yeah, yeah. I'm a dip, terrible. dip or or dip or blast. I don't understand bite. the people who that who that do like the squirt on ketchup. No, on fries. Like no. I, I never understand that because I, th- I think it is though. everything think, gets soggy and it right. gets ruined. Right. And then like if you're picking with your hands, you're sticking your hands in ketchup. Right. I don't get it. I think it's because they want to lick their fingers. That makes them gross, gross. people or uh, stupid children. These uh, cinnamon bun Oreos are not are not bad, actually. Um, so is this? I feel like they come out with a new one every like two weeks. They've gotten out of control. Them and M and M's have been that, well, fucking wild. Say of that and also uh, Lay's was doing that. Oh for, been doing that for a while. Yeah, Lay's I, like comes out with a new flavor. Like they do, even like people submit. Yeah, the contests and, and everything. Stuff. Yeah, I, I picked. Gotten I brought over hand. some. Oh, these are horrible. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? You don't like them? I uh, I brought o- I was at the grocery store today and I was like we're having gym on uh, I'm gonna grab some snacks see we can react to them um, especially I brought the hot the hot Chex mix because I can't tell if it's good I, I'm sure that you have like sandwiches or like places near you I definitely had this in Somerville where you can't tell if it's good and you get it roughly once a week. Like what? For what, what's, what's an example? So there was there was a. Because I lived there too, so I know yeah. a lot of that. I don't think these are too bad, by the way. Yeah, I like them. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, there was a place called uh, Angelina's. Okay. And they ha- they do American cheese on all of their uh, Italian influenced subs. So if you get like a chicken parm, it's uh, American cheese, oh, fuck chicken, off. It should be and so-, so like it always should be provolone. So the first time I got it, I was like, "This is interesting. This is weird. This is different. I wonder why they're doing this." 
And then just, I would just like routinely get it all the time, and I just like couldn't like put my finger on like, am I enjoying this or what? Like they they probably have like thousands of my dollars from me living there for three just four, out five of years. sheer convenience more than anything else. Yeah, okay, yeah, I and also you, yeah. like it was also a it was like science, like it was like research every time I ate it. Like was am I enjoying this? And like they they actually they have ridiculous uh, prices and sizes where the I don't know if they, they still do this, but the sizes were. Um, Large, half, and jumbo. So that's, you're like, <laughs> that's confusing. That's a weird order. So one time I was like, th- I can't believe I didn't start with uh, large uh, because that's generally the word I'm drawn to. But I was like, I'll just get, I'll get a half, and half means half of a jumbo. And a jumbo, I didn't even, I don't even know what the fuck a jumbo is. But a half is just two subs. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> so it was awesome. I would get like, especially on like a, a weekend night or whatever. I'd get a half for dinner and then put a quarter of it, I suppose, uh, in the fridge. And then when I got home later that night, there's a fucking I would potential, as- then, like maybe good sub in the fridge. I would assume half would be the small. Yeah. That's what, yeah. I, yeah. That's what I thought. And uh, I was like, they're ordering this. Not when it's in that order, though. Large, half, and jumbo. Exactly. It's like, what am I going to trust? Am I going to trust the name, or am I going to trust the order in which it's so listed? Now we've got an... Oh, I thought you were going no, back the, uh, No, they're, back they're, so, they're so bad. <laughs> you think so? Yes. It's too... Uh, so it's, I love the, the cinnamon bun um, Ben & Jerry's. But I don't even know. Oh what yeah, make, but yeah. I don't even know if they make that anymore. But uh, oh, they do. Okay, they do. <laughs> but cinnamon buns at like Cinnabon, just cinnamon buns in general. That icing. Yeah. That's what. That's why I don't like these. These are too much of that cinnamon bun icing. Oh, these are fucking gross. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't uh, think they're that bad. Oh. Have you ever done? Uh, have you ever done toaster strudels? Yeah, I hate that. I, I so yeah, I, I was like, you must be shit. in hell because. This is the trick that we used to do with toaster strudels. Uh, so they have one packet of icing for each toaster strudel that's in the box. You make two of them, put half a pack of icing on the first one, and then the second one, Go you fucking are overboard. fucking going <laughs> wild. Like, it is an out-of-control scene. Also, how about the balls on, uh, what are those things called? Toaster strudels? Yeah. yeah. How about the balls on that company just being like, hey, you fucking do it. Uh, yeah yeah. well that that's what yeah that's what uh that's what like a lot of these uh coffee places are doing now it's like don't trust the dummy to make your own coffee come in make yourself and i actually kind of like that like cumberland farms does that and i'm totally on board with that yeah because cumberland farms is cumberland farms is like the only one that's doing it right price wise where they're like coffee's not this isn't costing us much money so we'll just make it like 75 cents to a dollar and just I feel like come have it all. <laughs> I feel like most places that do like the coffee thing yeah. or is like coffee is not a thing that you need to go to like Starbucks or whatever. Oh, no. Like, like gas station coffee is usually pretty good. Yeah. yeah like, Green Mountain. We're lucky. Like right. around oh, yeah. here, Green Mountain coffee. Like that's McDonald's pretty coffee. Pretty damn yeah. good. Yeah. McDonald's pulled a fast one, though, because they were doing the 99 cent thing. In fact, they were saying any size you want, 99 cents, ba da ba 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 bitch. And like you were going... <laughs> You were doing it, and I was there recently, and I was like, uh, "Can I have a medium iced coffee?" And it was like two fifty, 
I was like, oh, if this kind oh, of money. So that was just a that was just a limited <laughs> time this thing. Kind of money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, it fucking changed my week. I was pissed. I like those ads that Cumberland Farms is doing with Michael Rappaport too. Yeah, it's we like, were, yeah, we were just talking about Michael Rappaport and how that guy has no business still being relevant. Also, we f- I forgot to mention this when we I were discussing agree. him. Uh, Bill Simmons was also a big part of that. Oh, really? Because he was bi- he lived near Bill Simmons, so uh, Bill <laughs> Simmons would mention Imagine him a lot. Living next to Michael Rappaport. Yeah, he like would Probably mention him great. a lot in his stories, like like. My favorite thing that I that Bill Simmons uh, used to do was his running diaries. Mm-hmm. That was actually kind of the this might be controversial. That was like the only thing that I thought that Bill Simmons did that was that good. Um, but he would do uh, these running diaries during like Celtics games and stuff, especially the the years that they were tanking. And so you you'd keep up with these running diaries, and it would be like, oh, like Yao Ming just scored however many points. Some fucking noise was coming from Rappaport's house. I fucking hate that guy. And it was like very, like a lot of like passive aggressive like fucking Rappaport. I know that. Uh, so I, I can't say I'm that surprised because you say that because I'm part. Of, I'm partially with you, Pete, in that he there's no he has no business being this right. relevant because he's like a relic from the early '90s. But um, I know Stern Howard Stern isn't doesn't have the pull that he used to, but he's ingrained himself in that that show for like the last few years mm. and he's gotten involved with like a lot of his staffers with I feel their... like he's ingrained in every show at this point right because right. he's done barstool stuff <laughs> yeah, so yeah. i know that he's around like the sirius xm building a ton and he's on all those shows so i think he's just been around so much and is so obnoxious with his sports takes yeah that he's just kind of i don't know he's got shine again for whatever and reason it's he's like very passionate about like sports and basketball and also like he doesn't say no to anything right like, he does bass he does barstool he does all like the xm he does like the rich eisen show he does so here's our move we should a bunch of podcasts we should invite him to come on and then when he says yes we should say okay no thank you and, <laughs> and then Just wanted to know yeah. whether or not you'd do it and then we could say we start an episode confirmed and say, hey, michael rapport says, says right. yes to programming everything. programming note uh michael rapport will not be doing this uh episode unfortunately uh we passed on him just as kind of a social experiment but he was very friendly in our brief interaction with him i can respect though that he takes that that gig you know it was like he fucking hustles well in oh, that yeah. It's like, you know, the whoever the marketer or whoever put that commercial together was like, you know, we need an obnoxious blue collar asshole. He's you know who's never be been, he's just like never been afraid there. to be that guy. Yeah. yeah. Have like, you seen the episode that he did with uh on Louis? Oh, it, perfect. We played yeah, yeah. Louis. What did he play? Louis' brother in law? Yeah, and he was a cop. Yeah, he, yeah, and he was the most annoying person in the fucking world. <laughs> yeah. And he just he embraces that and I like it. He rules. Um I um I just tapped into this jalapeno checks mix. Yeah. Uh is it good? It smells terrible. Yeah, so that that. That's like a, there's no way I don't like. It this. smells like hot, hot garbage. Oh wow, it's very jalapeno-y. <laughs> yeah. Also, jalapeno chips, best flavor of chips. No. Now here's where I'm going to be a complete oh, asshole. Man. So my issue with the checks mix is I hate everything except the checks. Oh just, really? You I don't... just want the checks. So there, there's always way too many pretzels, but uh, the rye pretzels. chips in the normal oh, these aren't chips, good. The, they're not good. No. I know oh, how these this. taste, and I'm still gonna jump in. We have very different palates. Then you like this one? Yeah, see, I just want salt all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I do agree with you that uh, the checks in original Chex Mix are the best part. And they taste way different, obviously, than, like, regular Chex. Right, yeah, all, you like, can't just make that happen, stuff. yeah. It, I do, I love Chex Mix, but I like all the stuff in Chex Mix pretty much. Those I always get too excited. Cracker things, oh, the great. little cracker things, are, those I like. It's just it's too many pretzels. And then mm-hmm. the, what are these oh, cheese stick bullshit that they like, put in there? This right, is yeah. sting the back of my throat for, like the next five days i get too excited if you go to like a house party and someone has made their own custom checks mix 
Well, it's like any asshole can do that. It's right. just like che- a box of checks, hot sauce, some spices, and whatever else they happen to throw into it. Like, but it's, but I'm like, wow, how did you make this? Right. It's incredible because <laughs> it all sticks to it, it, when you bake it. For some reason, a lot of the pieces stick together. Right, and you'll get a like a bite. A cluster. That's like, it's a cluster of fucking just like checks. Uh, spices in Worcestershire sauce, just holding it all together. <laughs> yeah, and it is great. You fucking break your tooth on it, but it is worth it. That's so, a delicious. So you thing. know what this is? This is um, this is like bar nuts in like bar mix that they leave for you for free. And yeah, you have to drink it, and it just makes you thirsty and makes you drink so much more than you were planning on. And that like, type of stuff is usually what I love the most at a bar. Really, uh, the wasabi nuts, uh, any kind of fancy almonds, um, checks mix. Yeah, that I could sit there. I like oh there was a uh, so I got to go to the to the White House for the Patriots visit mm-hmm. which really accomplished nothing. Did you bring like, your weed, Murray? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you take yeah. a picture with weed? Oh my god, those two. <laughs> yeah. Did you bring your, your vape pen? Like like I'm gonna do that. You like, know what they the are? They're, they're the they're the two straight guys talking to a gay guy, and they're very excited <laughs> that like ooh we're talking to a gay, like, and it's like. You're like, oh, I, I've done other things other than, than smoke <laughs> right. marijuana before, yeah. you know? I'm not high all the time. Right, yeah. Mike and Tony. Uh, but the best part of that whole trip, <laughs> other than taking like a selfie, I'm like, there's the White House behind me, uh, was I went to some bar before I went back to the airport that they had like marinated olives, these fancy, uh, this fancy like collection of almonds and nuts and had these spices on it like and it was all for i kept them like do i have to pay extra for this shit? yeah and um in the wasabi in the wasabi peanuts or whatever the other wasabi peas and that that in itself was worth the trip to dc that's all i really remembered it <laughs> yeah. wasn't that i got to go to the the lawn and take my photos and see the patriots there it was like i don't you know it was cool to do i guess but the the big takeaway is i know this bar that has great free snacks that's awesome <laughs> yeah this is definitely the bar nuts version of Chex mix do you yeah. ever yeah do you ever do the uh the corn nuts you ever Hate had those em. Those uh, those are good. I think. Yeah, like I don't. Good. I don't. I don't know if I've ever had those. This is one of those things. They're also. too hard. <laughs> this is a. Uh, <laughs> like you <laughs> eat a little bit, you got to take a little break. Yeah, I was like, like, oh god, I'm dying. <laughs> really, you guys think it's spicy? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm kind of a bitch with that stuff. I my eyes water, or no, my nose. Ru- I get a runny nose from non spicy food. From like I like if, if there's like a hint of pepper or anything. Really. And I can eat like I can. Uh, you give me the fucking give me the million Schofield unit things or whatever, Scoville. and I'll eat it. And then, <laughs> and then uh, I'll, I'll eat it and I'll fucking be miserable or whatever. But like I can I can do that. I'm a, I'm a man, you see. But um, but yeah, I I'll get the the heat does get to me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, another Are you tie- a heat guy. Uh, yeah, I can definitely do it. Yeah, I can definitely do it. Uh, another tie take. Not a single dessert that's worse or more overrated than a cannoli. I will co-sign. They are overrated. Yeah. They are overrated. This one I remember, I, and I liked. I think I might have actually responded to this one, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I, I'm not a cannoli guy, and that's coming from someone who's half Italian. How dare you, Jim? But yeah, no, I, um, most of the Italian, I'll say this, most of the Italian desserts, I think, suck outside of anything that's lemon. Like tiramisu blows, uh, like the Italian cookies that you always go if you... Which go, one's tiramisu? Uh, I'm, I'm, that's the mascarpone cheese and the chocolate and they, the, the lady... Oh, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, that blows. Yeah. Um, what's a... Uh, uh, the other one, creme brulee is awesome. Oh, creme brulee is nice. Creme brulee is yeah. lit, yeah. Then they I, I do burn I think, the sugar. I think, I think this, I agree with Ty on this take, is that cannoli, it's like there are so many better options than cannoli. 
And they're yeah. so heavy. Like if, if yeah. that's typically a dessert that's I think you're going to get it at like a fancier restaurant. Yeah. So you've just had a multiple thousand calorie meal. Say you've had a you know it's it's, it's like a steakhouse dessert. Right. And they bring out cannolis on that dessert tray. Like fuck off. Yeah. I don't want. Like <laughs> I already feel awful enough, and I don't know if I'm going to be able even to drink the rest of the night. Now I'm going to have a cannoli. You know please. what the you know what a good uh, dessert is. Uh, I've said this on here before. More wine, please. Yes. Just More say wine. Uh, we're all set with the food. But you know what? I want you to run it back with that that wine, Monsieur. And yeah, uh, are you a wine guy at all? I am. Yeah. Uh, typically, though, with a meal, I'm not yeah. much to like come home and open up a bottle like mm. just because I don't know. Like once it's open, the whole thing's going to end up getting yeah. like, right. The whole thing's yeah. going down. So, uh, but no, I like wine uh, of all sorts: white, sparkling, oh, whatever I it happens white to be. Wine. Really, it's, it's like the. I just haven't been able to conquer it. I remember when I was younger and I was trying to make myself like whiskey. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God, this is so gross. I'll never like it. And then uh, eventually now I, I love whiskey. Um, I think I've always thought that same thing was going to happen with white wine. And every time I try white wine, I'm like, nope. I feel like white wine is a where you are at the moment type of thing. So in other words, like if I'm on a boat, it's a hot summer day. If someone like breaks out. It's an atmosphere out, wine. It's an atmosphere. Perfect. Mm. That's a perfect way to put it. Yeah, it's an atmosphere wine. Like a I hot a- summer day. Someone has like nice cold wine. I'm having a glass. I had a Riesling this week, and it was like the first time in a long time that I was like, all right, maybe I got to give white wine another shot. Rosé I can do. That's not, that's but that's not what the, white, yeah, that's, yeah, uh, that's like kind of a heavy, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, generally, whatever the cheapest red wine you have. Um, but I'm with you 100% with like the dessert, the best dessert is another drink <laughs> or like a glass of Bailey's on right. the rocks or because, like, really, where do you go from there when you're like, you've like you said, you've put so much bad shit in yourself, and I, I can always keep eating. It's, it's not that <laughs> right. I don't want more food, but it's like if you then have like a cannoli or whatever, and like. Be realistic. Your, your night is done. You you can't do anything else. Yeah, after that. I would I would agree. But, yeah, like there can always be a room for like a late night milkshake. You know, like if you've mm. gone out after the meal, you have drinks, and you happen upon a place that maybe you can f- somehow get a like yeah. one thirty in the morning milkshake. Oh yeah, yeah, Tasty Burger. I'm into I've, that. I've definitely done the like go to a show um, at either Fenway or House of Blues, go to a bar around there, and then wrap it up a Tasty Burger with a milkshake. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm but, a very big breakfast is the best meal kind of guy um but i do think like just like breakfast is an event going out to eat after a night of drinking it might be the best meal oh like so what like the 2 a.m like that that tasty burger visit yeah yeah yeah, i really think there's not much more enjoyable like eating experience than just like being like all right i'm i'm done for the night let's go sit down and maybe get one more drink and then stuff our faces i just like it because it's like the whole fucking charade of the night is over it's right. like we don't have to pretend that we like each other we don't just, like you're just fucking sitting there just and you're just food. And yeah and like you're just sitting there eating like no one's ever there's no pressure to make conversation has anyone at the end of the night if you've been like grabbing a burger at the end of the night been like hey how's your burger no one's ever asked a fucking right. stupid question <laughs> yeah. like that, that you got grunts yeah like yeah like yeah. do you want a bite of mine like fuck off <laughs> we're just sitting like we're stationed near each other but we're just fucking like refueling and then goodbye Maybe like, that's maybe that's why I like those two things the best is because like at breakfast there's not really a lot of pressure to be like hey how is that or whatever yeah. it's just like I'm snapping out of yeah it's out like of, I'm like, tired like, yeah I'm getting into the day yeah leave me alone and then and when you're going out afterwards you're like all right I'm this is the last thing I'm doing leave me alone it's yeah. definitely like that with breakfast like anytime if you really look around a diner or a breakfast spot <laughs> nobody's like 
even couples yeah. that you know have been together 40 years, yeah. it's just they're staring at their yes. plates. It's like, no, there's little minimal conversation. And I was thinking about it when I went this morning. We sat at the bar, and my girlfriend and I barely talked. We was just like us that's staring. A, that's just the best eating. of the bar, because you don't even have to look oh, at each other. Oh, it's the That's all I want. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. I always want to eat at a bar. Just a side note. Oh, yeah. Always. Always, always. I would prefer a bar to a table, even if I'm like nine people. I always want to eat at the bar. I mean, depending on what you're doing, eating at the bar is great, because there's the uh, implication of, like, we're getting out out of here like we're moving right like if i like if i'm get, grabbing a bite to eat before a concert or something there could be a million fucking tables eat at the bar because as you just kind of force yourself to go to quicker pace speaking of pace um because of the reasons that you guys just outlined there is no quicker meal than breakfast which if you go out to breakfast which sounds wrong because you think oh it's like a whole event and you go out and everything but from the time the food is served to the time that you're getting the check it's like, like time it sometime it is like ten to fifteen minutes. It's fucking nothing. Oh yeah, yeah, no, it's definitely the fastest <laughs> it fl- meal. It flies. And it's also like the quickest you get your food usually is at breakfast. Yeah. The so, only yeah, the only thing is like it's the like wait a half an hour experience. Yeah, yeah. There's yep. just always like the wait and then discussing like, oh, I hear the owner's an asshole here. There's always that rumor <laughs> at every at every fucking breakfast place you go yeah. to. It's like, did you hear the shit about the owner and the the guy from the other place? Yeah, they hate each other. Yeah. They almost fought. That it's yeah. There's a yelling Greek gentleman in the back. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah. that's gotta be him. Yeah. he is an asshole. Sounds like an asshole. He's yeah. yelling. Yeah. <laughs> Language I don't understand, which he's probably just saying. I love my family. We're making <laughs> like, so much money today. Another good day. I yeah. love you all. We're like that guy seems like an what asshole. <laughs> yeah, I heard he threatened to kill a customer earlier. <laughs> and it's just like, free food for everybody. Uh, are brownies that good? E- well, they can be bad. They can be yeah, bad. They can be bad. I like your standard out of the box bullshit brownie. Yeah. I don't like fancy brownies. Yeah, I don't even know if I've had a fancy brownie, and I don't. I don't care to try one. I like brownies. You never had like a big, like thick ass. Like, oh yeah, moist no. I, I want like a regular out of the pan brownie. That's yeah. what I want. Yeah. Like the Mrs. Fields, like probably four bucks a pop brownie. Like I'm good. Like yeah. I, I and I don't want to like I don't want to kill myself after I eat like a a stacked brownie. Right. Uh, there's brownies for some reason. Um, there's a lot of foods where, like, as you know that as you're eating them, you're like, this isn't good for me. Like, I shouldn't be having this. But a brownie, even if it's, like, a small fucking brownie that my mom made in, like, a pan that's, like, this fucking thick, as I eat it, I'm like, why the f- Don't eat a brownie. <laughs> yeah. like, that really is the case. Right. Yeah. Like, like you shouldn't eat a brownie. And, like, I've eaten cake before, yeah. just fucking having the time of my life. But whenever you have a brownie, you're like, a, a brownie... DJ, like you can eat a tub of ice cream and still yeah. not feel sure awful. Can. Yeah, we can always have the backup excuse of, especially if it's a hot day. Like, well, it was hot. <laughs> I, had have, I, I had to have a cold treat, but I'm with, like, and it's that comes to the density thing. Like foods that are dense, yeah, yeah. that has the immediate self hate that yeah. comes with it. Yeah. And brownies are that. Like, you, there's no like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm gonna go back for another and feel good about it. Like. <laughs> You eat a brownie, or you realized you've made a, a terrible decision. Uh, you seconded a motion uh, to place a higher tax on sodas because you like the idea of soda drinkers being taxed. Yes, very much so. I am a big proponent of don't drink soda. That shit will fucking kill you. Yes, same. And I just, I I don't I don't even think about soda at this point. In my I life. went I went in that you drink it or don't drink it. Don't drink it. Like okay. I don't even think about it as an option. Yeah. I like, went unless I'm, unless I'm using it as like a mixer. Or a chaser or so something that's the thing, like that. Even with mixers, uh, or including mixers, for a, I think like a solid five years, I was I was training for a half marathon a thousand years ago, and um, 
I was I looked up like tips or whatever like for training for a half marathon and it was like one of them was like get lighter just keep doing your training and if you drink soda or juice cut those out and you'll lose weight and so I stopped drinking soda and then I was like that's a very fucking easy thing to cut out Uh, and then I, I, I seriously went like five full years without drinking it and now I've become the fucking uh, the like older sibling who's like, you better not fucking smoke cigarettes. That shit will kill you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then like every now and then, like you see that older sibling, like, hey, how come that guy's smoking a cigarette? I'm that way now. Like if I ever end up at a fast food place now, I'm like, give me the fucking coke. Oh which really? Is, yeah. Even still? Yeah. Which is yeah. so like I'd stop that forever. Now I I probably it's literally legitimately like maybe five times a year I'll have a soda, but it's generally hungover or at a fast food place, but I know there is n- fucking nothing worse than soda. Yeah, there's. I, I get it. Like, people are going to do what they're going to do, and I, I'm a firm believer that, you know, whatever makes you happy in life, yeah. but I am, that being said, not to contradict myself, but I will, <laughs> I am an annoying prick when it comes to soda, because yeah. I've seen it with friends of mine and my dad, who was a diabetic and used to drink like literally three to four two liters of diet soda well, a week. Well, oh, that's no. well, that's the thing. It's like a lot of soda drinkers they abuse the fuck out of oh, soda so yeah. so much. And if you just realize, like, if you even cut it in half or just down to like one two liter a week, you're gonna, you're gonna if you're lose a, heavy a lot person, of weight. You will yeah. drop. You will drop weight like almost overnight. And. So I went on a rant about it on Twitter here when I worked down in Atlanta, again, because no one cares about sports. I would talk about random shit down yeah. there. Like one of my proudest moments is that, and it's so, you know, not to pat myself on the back, but since I went on that rant a couple of months ago, two dudes have hit me up and been like, I cut it out and I feel so much better and I've dropped weight. Oh, yeah. And then when I was down there, like my last night on the air, this kid was like, hey, I remember, you know, some months back you were like going on some rant about soda or whatever and you know tips to lose weight and i just want to let you know dude like i dropped like 50 pounds and i wanted to like cry i was like oh this is so great you can make a difference yeah. with this stupid business hey, uh, and it's and just a- it's so so fucking bad for you and i just don't think that it, it adds anything like i'm all right. for eat great disgusting food and fried food and shit like that every once in a while treat yourself but like, like to fill up on those calories with soda it's such right, a yeah. waste so yes exactly like you need to pick your battles and that's the that's the dumbest place to alec because like if you can be a soda drinker and everything, but then I feel like you can't be an alcoholic or something like like yeah. the, like the, the fun things that we choose, you know. Like I, if I if I drink soda the way that like I drink alcohol, in addition to the way that like the the average person or hopefully the average person this drinks would be alcohol, an intervention instead of <laughs> then right then it would be like fucking out of control. I don't yeah. And I, I feel like if you do when that, I you, do drink soda, it's always light soda. Like I'll do ginger ale. With mm. like I'll do um, like Jameson and ginger mm. or uh, like uh, vodka and Sprite or vodka and soda water. You like, know what's weird? My go-to mixer... soda water doesn't count. I, right. So yeah. I drink the shit out of soda water. I right. think I just, like, like Scotch and soda is my go-to drink, which yeah. is I think a weird thing. I don't. I think is, that's considered like an old lady drink, right? Scotch and soda. I don't think so. Maybe I don't know. That's like I for some reason that's always been my go-to. I did like Jack and Cokes for like I did whiskey gingers for a few years and then like Jack and Cokes briefly, and then for some reason Doers and Soda Man. It's oh do you know I, that's there's yeah. that's nothing old lady about that at all. If yeah. anything, that's that's probably an underrated drink. But for year most of my twenties was Jack and Coke. Yeah, and then I just was like, why do I feel like shit all the time? It and is nuts. Once you cut it out, like I remember, I would sit at Bruins games like in my fucking suit, and I remember I I would always like feel bad. Like it, there's no fucking other way to, to describe like it, it. Sits in the bottom of your right, stomach. It's like, yeah, it's it's right here, like by like 
like al- almost by like your fucking hips, and you're like, this just feels bad. And I thought it was like I was like, suits just are uncomfortable <laughs> yeah. for me, and that that was what I fucking thought it was. And I'm fucking sitting there pounding ginger ale like the yeah. whole fucking game. And then when I cut out soda, I was like. Holy fuck, guys! Like you know. <laughs> well, do either of you have any restaurant experience at all? Yeah. So I go sometimes. <laughs> when he, well, yeah. the, one of the other things that was eye opening to me, even when, when I was a like a kid and was working in restaurants or whatever, is you see the box of like the goo that they mix with the soda oh, water no. the syrup. and that yeah the syrup and that's where it's like oh Jesus like I, this is you realize like this is just poison like this yeah is pure poison that they mix with water to make it you're like oh it's refreshing now like no it's not it's so bad and now even when if I have a stomach ache like you know do you have a glass of ginger ale to settle your stomach or whatever uh and we'll keep a couple of cans in the fridge but even that first sip I'm like ah, ah, like it, it's like a film on my on my tongue I hate it yeah it's oh man and it's weird because I remember, like, when I was a kid, we discussed this. We were like, nothing, like, what do you think's the best way to drink a soda? And someone would be like, a Mountain Dew out of a can is the best soda you can have. Coke like, out of a bottle. No, like, you get a Coke out of a bottle. Or, no, what about a Coke out of uh, the, a fountain soda? Like, but only at Celtics games, not at a Bruins <laughs> yeah, game. Right, I know yeah. it's the same place and the same people making it. But for some reason, it's maybe it's the cups they have there. But you got to get it at Celtics games. So, like, you'd go to a Celtics game and be like, yeah, it is so good. That's my friend's <laughs> name anyway. But, um yeah, it's... Uh, well, it used to be, yeah, Mexican Coke out of the bottle. That's the only way to drink I will a Coke. say, like, I'm, in general, always sugar over high fructose corn syrup. Yeah. So, like, the, yeah, like the Mexican uh, the Mexican Coke, the all-natural Pepsi. Um, we, uh, we've discussed this. You, me, and Mike from Woburn, for some reason, always end up going back to a fucking discussion about ketchup. <laughs> I will <laughs> I go fucking all-natural ketchup. All fucking day over your your run of the mill Heinz. Really? It's, yeah, it sounds fucking crazy, but it tastes like it's all natural ketchup. Tastes like fucking sugar. So this is where. Delicious. Well, so this is where. Even though I I feel so strongly about soda, this is where I know I have the fangs of of corporate greed inside of me because if it's not Heinz, I don't want it. That's like it wild. only Heinz has such a specific taste. Than any other ketchup, I know within seconds, like oh, this is shit ketchup. Ugh. Like and if and I think so less of any place that any restaurant that does not carry Heinz. It's such a fuck you to your customer base <laughs> that if you have anything outside of Heinz to to, to offer your customers in this one particular diner, the one I went to this morning, I love, but they don't have Heinz, and it's it's like why are you cutting cost? How much are you saving a year? So uh, so that is annoying. If if it's in the red bottle, the, you know the fucking red bottle with little TP on yeah. top, <laughs> like when you. Ketchup in there is always watery for some reason. Like I don't know if those bottles come like pre-filled, like halfway with water, so you can cut your ketchup or whatever. But it is, it's always watery when it comes out of that. So that I understand. But if you go to a place that like makes their own ketchup and it's got that, it's kind of like lumpy mashed potatoes. You don't like that? Oh, that is oh, awesome. God, no. When you, oh, no. You, what about you, Pete? No. no. Oh my god! When it's thick and like darker than it's supposed no, to be, that no. is oh man. <laughs> no, Shouts no. this. I forget. It's in Burlington, Vermont. Um, I think it's called like the f- the farmhouse or something. Probably that's yeah. what a yeah. place. <laughs> Every place in Vermont yeah. is called the farmhouse, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. I bet a like, guy with a beard works there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, Craig is very friendly there, and um, they make their own ketchup. They make the best burger I've ever had, but they make their own ketchup, and it is 
it's a fucking it's an amazing time. Oh, that's one of those things. Like you can go to like a nice like bistroy type place, yeah. and then they'll serve you fries with like our own custom ketchup. And it's like <laughs> fuck off. Just give me yeah. Heinz <laughs> or give me. I'll. Di- I would much prefer to dip them in like a fancy mayonnaise or even like you know if they have an aioli or whatever. Yeah. I'll dip fries into that. Oh no. Over in, in generals, in generals, aiolis can suck my dick. Really? Uh, yeah. Fuck aiolis. <laughs> I think it's so funny though. Like. We react so differently to that. If a place makes their own ketchup, I'm like, ooh, you know, like it's like, uh, it's not like a hipster thing, but it's like, uh, I like the idea of like tasting a craft ketchup. I get you. They they make this thing for you, and they're like, here you go. We've made three different varieties of ketchup, and you're like, go to fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Suck my dick. Right. Where's yeah. my eyes? Right, and like we spent all day like preparing this just for you, sir. That and uh, and sriracha is the only other sauce that I'm that adamant about. If it's not the green top, if okay. it, it's a lesser sriracha. Like fuck off. Yeah. Like it has to be the tongue, whatever the yeah, the one with the little chicken. Yeah, yeah, the it. rooster one. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I I never got all the way into the sriracha train. I saw it and I was like, you know what? This is getting dangerously close to have you tried bacon blank you know because like when bacon oh, I became yeah, on everything yeah. and i was like i'm just gonna sit out the sriracha thing this will be gone in a year it's gotten annoying yeah. i can I, I can understand why people are like all right stop putting sriracha on absolutely everything because it has we we've reached oversaturation with it but i do love it i probably use that more than any other condiment speaking of uh of ketchup do you ever do sweet potato fries oh uh prefer them yeah yes. same yeah. yeah i prefer sweet potato fries to regular fries and I will try to get uh, some kind of mustardy sauce to dip them in. Oh, I always go ketchup with it. Yeah. Oh. yeah. There's too much sweetness going on there. The mustard will <laughs> kind of balance it out a little bit. I, I, would, I like getting sweet potato fries because it's like a fucking game. Because most people don't know how to make sweet potato fries. Because if you cook them, they just become soggy. And right. like, they're just like a mess of shit. And you pick one up and it's like, eh, and it falls out of your hands. I love playing that game. Like, I love waiting to see if it's going to be good. And if it's bad, I'm like... Well, you still eat them. Can't win them all. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, leave a healthy tip. Like, they've done everything they could. They just don't know how to make them. I, I think that, yeah, sweet potato fries are very underrated. I didn't like them for a long time. I feel like you have to pick your spots with those. Hmm. At least for me. Like, I don't want sweet potato fries all the time. Do you guys get them... Do you guys get fries with subs? I feel like there's a taboo there. No, I get chips with subs. Yeah. Oh well, as long as you get something with subs, I know like, a lot of people just like they just like pick up a sub and they're and in theory you don't need anything with a sub. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, a no. sub is I fucking don't, huge. I don't. Yeah, I don't usually get anything. Yeah. With, with subs. Like, we were we were talking about cheeseburger subs <laughs> one episode. Like if you get a small cheeseburger sub, that's like six cheeseburgers. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like so many patties. Oh, I just got a small right. Yeah. Like and because like you know what the size of a like a burger patty is. And that's just, they just, like, line, like, four of those up and, like, put eight patties of beef in there. And they're like, all right, that's a small. Thinking about that, I don't know how anybody feels good about eating a cheeseburger sub. Uh, If you had one sub, but you just ate six cheeseburgers. If uh, people didn't hear this episode, this was, like, a year ago. um, We went to uh, Newport to see Feidelberg and... The it was like very much like a, a day in the life of John Feidelberg. Like, see how this like fucking legend lives. And in the morning, he was like, he cracks a beer and he was like, "All right, uh, I'm gonna run get breakfast. Uh, like, who wants to who wants to come with?" So I go with him, and he just goes to a sub place and gets us each a uh, cheeseburger sub. <laughs> Without and, asking, like that was just every no, he yeah, yeah, like, no. counted the number and was like, "This is what everyone." Well, yeah, getting. he was like, "We're gonna get." Che-. Well, he said he was like, "We're gonna get cheeseburger subs." That cool? And we're like, okay. uh, <laughs> we're "Taking your word for it." And uh, so 
just each person gets a cheeseburger sub to have a beer with it or whatever, and then... It's not like 10.30 in the morning. Right, <laughs> and he was right. He was like, now you don't have to think about food anymore for the rest of the day. And it's That's like, a That's good pr- point. Yeah. That's a really good point. Which is why I like going out to breakfast, because it's the same thing, where it's like, I now I can kind of turn my mind off for a little bit. Yeah, I, I'm not yeah. thinking meal to meal anymore, because I'm not going to want anything again until like 7. Mind. Yeah, right. So like, so Feidelberg's trick, I don't know if he still does it, it, it makes it so, unless you're going to go out again that night, and you then need to eat before you drink and stuff. Yeah, you're you're kind of good. Like <laughs> you just like ate a shitload of cheeseburgers. Yeah, now that to I start off your day. This these like snacks are the first things I've eaten since that breakfast this morning, and that was like nine thirty. So wow, I um, yeah, I didn't uh, actually no, I got a slice of pizza last night. I went to a concert by myself. I wanted to pick your brain about this. Sure. Last night was the first time I went to a concert by myself. We've been to concerts together. You're a big concert guy. Uh, we've said this. You're our favorite person to go to a concert with. Sure. Oh, yeah. shit. Oh, well, yeah, thank you. You're just, yeah, just like a fun guy. So um, <laughs> is uh, going to a concert by yourself a weird move? I don't think so. I've yeah. been to more than a handful by myself. Because I think I'm going to pull the plug on going to concerts with people now. I had such a fantastic time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It depends. On, like, look, so you're going to B of A tonight, right? Yes. So that's a place, too, where you can... I'm sure you'll probably get noticed. Like I've been out with you before; it's happened before. So you'll you you can uh, mingle well. You, you can mingle around and end up having a conversation with a complete stranger. Right. So that you know that will take off any kind of edge if you're feeling uncomfortable about it. Mm. And even if you just show up right before showtime, it's not like you need to talk to anybody else. Exactly. It's I, like going to the movies by yourself. You're going to sit and stare. What I was right. just going to say, like the purpose of of that event is not to talk to anybody. It's to stare at something and enjoy it. And I think that certain acts. So both of these nights, it's uh, Ween. Um, certain acts call for kind of a social time. Like <clears throat> if we saw like. Uh, uh, like St. Lucia or something. Like, I wouldn't go to St. Lucia by myself, you know? Like, that's a fun thing. Like, you're with your friends, you're dancing, you're drinking, like, you're doing all that stuff. Like, churches, we got, like, it was like a group of people, everybody drinking, a lot of fun. Uh, Ween, I think, so few people like that, like, I don't, if I bring a friend who doesn't know what Ween is or whatever. They could be mad. They could be mad. <laughs> I don't want to, like, one of my friends who I'd offered the ticket to, he'd agreed to go, and then we were at a concert the other night, and he was like, hey, uh, this is weird, but and I was like, "Did you listen to Ween?" And he was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "You don't have to go." And <laughs> yeah. He was like, "Cool." And like, he just like he actively like did not want to go to this thing yeah. because Ween was going to be playing music there. Um, so I get that. So I wouldn't want to bring a friend and then have to explain after every song like, not all their songs are about this yeah. or like <laughs> right. uh, they have they have like different songs. Trust me. Like I want them to play like their, their three gay boogie woogie songs in a row and be like, this is the fucking best, you know? <laughs> so, so yeah, for, for acts that, you know, are very, very kind of niche oriented. I, I'm, I think I'm more than fine going by myself. Well, even there are points where I was like single or a bunch of my friends were working at the time. I remember like I went to, I saw Interpol by myself once. Uh, I saw Slayer by myself once. Like, mm. you know, there's certain, like, I just, I have no shame in that. I don't yeah. think there's anything to feel shame about, like going to a, a show or eating by yourself or going to a movie to by yourself. I don't need to prove to you I have friends. Yeah. Right. You know, like, and I don't For understand. For all you know, I do. <laughs> I don't understand people's hang up about that. I wouldn't go to a festival by myself, though, now that I think about it, as much as I would go to like a, a, a show at House of Blues or wherever it happens. Yeah. I think social, I think like a big part of going to a festival is a social aspect. Right. It's totally. the same, same yeah. thing. Like, so I use St. Lucia as the example because I was thinking of like who at Lollapalooza was it where we like we're not necessarily the biggest fans of this act right now, but we just want to kind of bop around and drink beers yeah. and like do this. And St. Lucia was like that. Uh, Mike Snow was like that. So yeah, there are those cool 
kind of experiences that you have that if you're by yourself at a festival, it's probably a little weirder. Although I have wandered off or I've been like, I've split up with friends at festivals to be like, you go see this fucking thing. I'm not missing this guy. Yeah, but you know, deep down though, like you're not a lonely loser. <laughs> right. You know, like right. you're going to be meeting up with your friends afterwards, and yeah. right at some point, other people will see you. Like, oh, he does have friends. Like, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, Otherwise, you look like a stalker of some kind. I would think if you're just that, you know, Lollapalooza by yourself. I look like a stalker at most shows I go to at which Heim is playing. So. <laughs> <laughs> They're, Thank uh, you, by the way. You kind of got me into them. Like, I knew of the name, and I yeah. didn't really, like, there's no stations around here that play cool music anymore. Right. Um, so, yeah, no, I've listened to them, like, actively because, like, you are on Twitter about them, like, every 30 seconds. <laughs> oh, so yeah. So, they're good. I'm and, and that last appearance on Saturday Night Live was awesome. So, it was, like, fun, like, yeah, like, it was kind of the one of the best SNL performances I've ever seen. It was real good. Yeah. They're I'm so legitimately mad that they haven't released the, the second single yet. I know what a little of your love. Yeah, yeah that's going to be huge. They they wrote that for Trainwreck and Trainwreck passed on it. So if you Trainwreck, need any proof the that shitty the Amy, Amy Sh- Sh- yeah, movie? it is a shitty movie. Yeah. yeah. I so I was going to say, if you need any okay. more proof that Trainwreck can fucking suck one, they didn't want a good Heim song. Their whole story. I mean, look, I obviously don't need to get into it. I'm sure you've talked about them at length, but oh, yeah. a little bit. <laughs> they uh, their whole story is cool. Like they were in, they had a write up on them in Rolling Stone recently, and like you know, oh. now that I know the background, I was like, oh, this is cool as shit. What like, they were like a family band. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's super. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah. So in case we somehow haven't known this, they were a family band. They were called Rockenheim, and then they just kicked their parents out of the band. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> right. And uh, she was D- Danielle Heim was uh, Julian Casablancas's drummer. For a little bit, when what, he that split weird off little from, fucking side project thing. Yeah, yeah. When he split off from the Strokes and did like his own thing. Yeah, Daniel Heim was his drummer. No shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow. And they're all their first. All three of their first instruments is uh, drums. So, and then they just like picked up other instruments along the way, and Danielle became a fucking guitar god. 